This is the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast, and I'm your host, Trudy Simmons from the Daisy Chain Group, providing platforms for women entrepreneurs to be seen and heard. This platform is for women entrepreneurs that want to hear the real stories of what it takes to be yourself and run a business with all the different hats that you might have to wear. These are the stories of the tenacious, the rebellious, and the resilient women that are working towards the future that they want to build for themselves and their families. Hello and welcome to the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast. And today I am thrilled and excited to introduce you to Susie Diddix from Sociable Susie. Susie, thank you so much for being a part of Shine On You Crazy Daisy book and podcast. Uh, tell us about your business. Good morning. Thank you, Trudy. Uh, my name's Susie Diddix. I am Sociable Susie, as I'm better known, and I am a social media marketing consultant. Ooh, <laughs> I know. Brilliant. Uh, What's brilliant is that in I've known you for a number of years and I didn't know that you what your background was. Uh-huh. So deciding very early on what you wanted to do and following your dream to Dubai, it all sounds amazing. But what did you learn and why did you end up going to Dubai? Do you know, I think everybody has a backstory um, and putting the chapter together realized that actually my journey has taken lots of twists and turns through the years. So um, I graduated as a pediatric nurse. I went to London. I fled the small Dorset borders at 18. Um, loved it. Big lights of the city. Um, and I think on reflection, learned very early on that I wasn't one to conform to other people's requirements of me. Mm-hmm. I had to be at a hospital at a certain time and work a certain set of hours and it impacted my life in ways that actually I didn't feel comfortable with very early on um, despite having a wonderful job and a career um, and a very fulfilling role shift work quite quickly didn't sit um, with my life so um I mean, I changed roles. So I moved from doing very long days or very long nights to nine to five. But because of London life and where we lived, I was still doing 10 hour days. So it was really restrictive. Um, So so early in that journey, I thought, I can't do this. I'm not going to have a life. I'm not going to see my then partner, who is now husband. And I felt contained Mm. um, and I wanted autonomy. Um, and whilst I had autonomy in my practice day to day, someone was still telling me that I needed to be there till eight o'clock at night. And that I found that quite hard quite early on. Um, and somebody was orchestrating your life. You know, I couldn't go to weddings because I was on shift. Um, yeah. I couldn't plan Christmas because I didn't know if I'd be on shift or not. And, and those sorts of things very early on, we kind of identified as a bit of a red flag. Can we do this forever? not sure we can and it inspired me to look into areas of things I really enjoyed and the trip to Dubai was just a massive eye-opener you know this there is a big world out there Um, and going from Dorset to London was pretty big and pretty shiny but then actually getting on a plane going to do some research um, and being wined and dined by a large global company really kind of made me think oh you know the world is a lot bigger and I've got a lot of skills that I can use in other avenues Um, And a light bulb went on at that moment to say, right, where am I going to go? What am I going to do? Do I step away from the day to day nursing, which, again, I loved? Mm. Do I teach nursing 
or do I actually take a chance? Um, and the business card I was given by the CEO of the company when I went out to Dubai, I, I mean, I just laughed it off. I was, you know, 22, I was there with a girlfriend. We were having the time of our lives. You know, we'd never been in a five-star Marriott hotel. We were just totally starstruck by the situation. But to receive a business card with the, with the line of, when you are ready to get a job outside of the NHS, just email me. Um, and I took that away and I kept it. And that was probably the best thing I ever did was to keep that and, and wait uh, until my time was right. Well, opportunities that are presented, isn't it? And grabbing onto those and realising what's the right opportunity. How, do, how long did you end up being in Dubai? Well, the company, the company was a global company. Um, so my research trip was in Dubai, but the actual global organisation was based out of the US. Mm-hmm. So I didn't actually live in Dubai, but I worked from, um, well, Basingstoke was the sort of European, Middle East and African office. And I worked from there, but I, I kind of worked my way up from the UK office, getting to that level before, um, again, doing a massive pivot and uh, changing direction a few years later. So. so what made you ready for the change in 2017? Okay, so I, so I went from nursing shift work to large global organisation and still somebody was pulling the strings. Mm. I had to be at Heathrow at 4am to get to a meeting in Munich for seven. I might not be back if I missed the flight home, you know, and I started having a family and very early on I had a wing woman who was a nanny. She was phenomenal. Um, and if I could still live with her today, I would. Um, but again, she's flown the nest to do other things. Um, if I wasn't at home, she was in charge and I was at work. Um, now, for one child, I felt comfortable with that, kind of. But there was still this nagging thing at the back of my mind. Oh, my son, he's poorly and I'm in Copenhagen. It didn't sit right with me. Um, I always thought I would be the mum that would stay at home. Mm-hmm. However, I needed more for me. So I went back to work and then I had two children and then I had another child. You know, I got a little bit greedy. Um, but my nest was was full. And by the time Ella arrived, I was totally, I suppose, contradicted in terms of where do I need to be and who needs to be in charge of this? And I worked for an absolute arse. Can I say that? That's probably a nice way to call it. Um, who didn't understand the concept of family or anything other than work as important. His life was work. Um, he lived to work I wanted to work to live um, and that switch switched when I was on maternity leave and I said I can't go back to a big job that requires me to be anywhere in the world at the drop of a hat I would like to stay at home nurture my family work for me but also be present um, and come back to Winchester which was a place and a city that I love and I and I love today and I always left it to work and now I stay here I I live here I work here um and I love it that's amazing and that switch in 2017 I think I was around for that right at the beginning so but with, with that switch what does flexibility mean to you how does it suit your business and your family okay so Uh, The avenue that I took, so I had uh, a big bag of marketing skills, you know, as a marketing director, I was into product management, and we did a bit of everything. I was jack of all trades. Um, 
However, I had this concept in my head that I just didn't want to do straight marketing for people. Um, and I laughed because we've you know, met people through Hampshire Women's Networking Group and the marketing consultants that do pure marketing are crazy bonkers fun, you know, and not how I envisage that role to be. So I had a mis- misconception of what I could be as a marketing consultant. Mm. Um, so I went down the digital mums route, which they sold me the dream. And I thought this is too good to be true. So, you know, as I was on maternity leave, I was always looking for more flexible working roles. Can I work part time? Could I do this for a smaller organization? Could I do this locally? How can I make it work for me? But again, um, when you say to people part time or you say to people, I'd like flexible hours pre pandemic, you know, there's a there's a there's a change which is coming and people are embracing now. But well, you can work a condensed week in four days which is still outside of any standard childcare arrangement. So it just didn't work, just doesn't fit. Um, And I think the hard thing for me was I need to make this work for me. I need it to be flexible. And the Digital Mums package allowed me to upskill in social media, which is the way the world was kind of, I suppose, exploding into. And everybody was online. Um, People go online, they're not sure what they're doing. You know, they learn through mistakes, which is a brilliant way to do it. However, I wanted to arm businesses with the right skills um, and knowledge to really find their voice online. And it was a really nice, I suppose, nugget to add into my toolkit. So social media, because of the nature of the beast, yes, you have to be in the room at certain times when it's time, um, time is important. However, if I needed to help a business plan content for a Christmas campaign, if I did it in January or if I did it in September, you wouldn't necessarily know. So there was enough flexibility around that model of actually this could really work for me. Um, and, and also I get to choose my clients. Um, so they get I'm a busy mum of three um, they get that sometimes we go for walks and we have meetings outside. They get that, you know, we might take the puppy for a walk um, or we might have a formal boardroom style meeting. There's enough flexibility um, and it just releases that, I think, oppression of how work should be. You should yeah. be suited and booted. You should be there at nine o'clock. You should finish at five. But if you don't leave before, you know, six, you know, there won't be any eyebrows raising over those glass partitions in those offices. Um I just wanted to break the shackles. I felt shackled by the corporate world. And whilst I learned a lot, I kind of took it and I ran. You know, I ran. We met as I was running a local campaign about Winchester independent businesses. um, And that gave me the network to then flourish, I suppose, as a, you know, an entrepreneur, whatever you want to call me. And as yourself. I think one of the things in the chapter was, um, I'd rather have a Coke and a piece of cake with you and have a chat than than have to go into a boardroom and get suited and booted. And and this is the way of the world now. And we can choose who we want to be and how we want to represent ourselves as our brand. Hello. (laughs) Yes, I know. Today we're yellow, which is nice. And and be able to, to run successful businesses. And I think that's what you've done and what you've shown and proved to yourself I think as much as anything else is that flexibility is what your is one of your values that you have searched for and found and made sure that the boundaries are in place for your business to to be flexible for for a successful family yes and I think 
you know, I have a husband that commutes um, in a normal world. He's not commuted for a while. So again, he's been around more, which has allowed me more time to manage that flexible, you know, balance. And I know some people say it's not a balance because some days it's out of kilter, but it's a choice. Yeah. Um, and and I, I suppose I am powered by the ability to make that choice. Um, yeah. What is one lesson you've learned that you would want every entrepreneur to know? I think every entrepreneur should trust their gut. Yes. Because you get a sense of people. And I think I wrote about it in the chapter about you meet people and they demand your time and they must have a meeting with you and you feel a bit icky. Mm. I did anyway. And I think earlier on, if I'd have trusted my judgment a bit quicker, I would have saved myself some time. I think you always get to where you want to go in the end, but trust your gut. You know, you know yourself better than anybody. Um, And just believe in yourself because, you know, you are your biggest cheerleader and it's hard to say, yeah, I am good at this. I know what I'm talking about, but you must believe in yourself and just really just go for it and feel comfortable. That's exactly what I've just written about in the chapter for books. Ah, oh, very good. Is the fact that you've got to be able to back yourself and you've got to be able to be your cheerleader and say what you're good at. And yeah. we're not good at that. So I'm, I'm, I know I'm brilliant. There you go. British <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, aren't we? Yes, yes, no. Actually, saying it out loud, yes, I can do this. And, yeah. I, had, and I had lots of people throughout my career that said, you would be brilliant, you would fly. Mm. And I didn't feel ready until until I until I could take a time for me it was a timing thing actually a merger and acquisition meant that my position was no longer tenable and I knew at that point I could jump and I could fly Um, and I was ready that's it like angry birds (laughs) what is your favorite piece of business software so as a social media consultant I would say it's probably one of the social media schedulers I'm a big advocate for buffer which keeps my life totally in check managing and helping clients plan their social media or content cal is another good one uh, but I can't live without those they help me run day-to-day life yeah and they'll, they'd help anybody that needs to schedule their soft their social media so 100 and it's about finding a piece of software that fits with how your brain works whether you're visual or whether you're you know data or you know that they for me really work and really help with what I do Susie it has been an absolute pleasure and to find out these stories about lots of people but you especially having known you for so long it was fascinating so thank Uh, you so much for being a part of Shiny Crazy Daisy. uh, Well what is lovely Trudy is that I met the Queen in 93 and you are the Queen of the Crazy Daisy so it's delightful to be in your royal company and I thank you for all your cheerleading and your motivation along the way because without you a lot of us between this little box and in the book wouldn't be there so appreciate it. Thank you very much. Have a lovely day. Yes, you too. Enjoy. Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, please leave a review and come back for more inspiration. And if you're ready for more motivation, please go to my website and buy the Shine On You Crazy Daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world. But wait, there's more. Come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership for knowledge, accountability, networking, co-working and support. We will give you the knowledge that you need in a workshop and the support and encouragement to implement for the growth of your business. More details are available on my website, thedaisychaingroup.com.